All right, if you'll take God's precious word and turn to the book of Proverbs, please. Looking forward to tonight's uh, teaching, Proverbs chapter 8. God willing, we'll be expounding verses 35 and 36. Proverbs chapter 8, verses 35 and 36. The title of the message tonight is Wisdom on a Cross. Wisdom on a Cross. Now, we ended our study in verse 34 last week, where wisdom told us, if you'll look there, blessed is the man that heareth me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the posts of my doors. And remember, to be blessed is the opposite of being cursed. Cursing is a result of departing from God's word which brings destruction and death. Blessing is a result of adhering to God's Word, which brings restoration and life. And in verse 34, we learn that wisdom brings blessing. Therefore, wisdom has to bring restoration and life to mankind, right? I mean, if a curse brings destruction and death and blessing comes to us, then that blessing has to remove the curse. It has to overcome the curse and the destruction and the death that comes with the curse. And so anytime you see God blessing somebody, in with that blessing there has to be contained in it the power to overcome the curse of sin. Or else the blessing would be just words in the air. Bless you, my child. Right? What good is that? I don't need someone to look at me and say, Bless you, my son. Bless you, my child. Or something like that. Or God bless every one of you. Well, unless God does bless every one of you, those are just empty words. True blessing is a rejuvenation of life and peace and order in your life. Enjoy, and don't, the only way to do that again is to overcome the curse. And so, wisdom brings restoration and life to mankind. Wisdom says, if you look in verse 35 tonight, for whoso findeth me findeth life. Man, this is powerful. And now, tonight, we see another wonderful attribute of wisdom. We saw in our previous verses that wisdom was the great architect in the beginning, remember? I was there, wisdom says, when God did this, when God did the other. As one brought up with him, and we saw in the Hebrew that means as the, the builder, the, the builder up. I was the one that was the great architect. For by him were all things made, the Bible says, speaking of Jesus, the wisdom of God, and without him was not anything made that was made. So wisdom was not only the great architect in the beginning that created all things by the power of God, but wisdom is also life. Whoever finds wisdom finds life. Wisdom is life. Now, if wisdom was there in the beginning... 
And if wisdom was the great architect that created man and gave him life in the beginning, which he was, then the kind of life that wisdom is speaking about tonight is a different kind of life. Take your pen and underscore the word findeth. Findeth. In the beginning, wisdom was there as the great architect of God. We've already seen that. And in the beginning, Adam was the recipient of life. The Bible says God breathed into Adam's nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. So in the beginning, Adam received life. But wisdom isn't talking about a man receiving life tonight, is he? Wisdom is talking about a man doing what? Finding life. That's totally different. Adam didn't find life when God breathed into his nostrils a breath of life. Adam wasn't looking for anything. Adam hadn't lost anything. Adam was the recipient of life. So in the beginning, Adam received life. But wisdom isn't talking about a man receiving life. He's talking about a man finding life. What's the difference, Brother Richard? Well, take your Bibles, if you would, and turn to the Gospel of Luke, chapter 15. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 15. Keep your pens out. I love how the Scriptures flow together. I told the tech team tonight, we'll be all over the Bible tonight. And I appreciate their hard work. Luke chapter 15. Matthew, Mark, Luke. Keep your place there in Proverbs. And we'll be looking at verses 8 and 9 tonight. And Jesus said... In verse 8, Luke 15, 8, Either what woman, having ten pieces of silver, if she lose one piece, underscore the word lose, if she lose one piece, doth not light a candle, and sweep the house, and seek diligently till she, what? Find, underscore the word find, till she find it. And when she hath found it, she calleth her friends... And her neighbors together saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I had lost. Wisdom is talking about a man finding life. And the reason he's finding life is because he's lost it. It's not like it was with Adam any longer. With Adam, life was something received from God that had to be retained by faith. I'm going to say that again. With Adam, life was something that was received by God that had to be retained by faith. But now life is something lost by man that must be found by faith. You see the difference? I'll repeat that again. With Adam, life was something that was received by man that had to be retained by faith. But now life is something that has been lost by man that has to be found by faith. And wisdom tonight is telling us where to find it. 
If you want to find the wisdom that was lost in the beginning, then you have to go back to the one from whom it was first received in the beginning. Where did life go when Adam lost it? Adam lost life when he departed from wisdom, when he departed from God's Word, when he disbelieved God's Word and acted on his own at the word of the devil. And so wisdom is the great architect who breathed life into Adam's nostrils. Wisdom did that. Because wisdom is life. You know what God did when God breathed life into Adam's nostrils? He breathed wisdom into Adam's nostrils. He that findeth me findeth life. In that life there was wisdom. Adam had the knowledge of God. Life was something received by Adam that had to be retained by faith. So here now Adam has the truth, therefore he has the life. But now Adam's given a choice. Adam's given a tempter to offer him another way of thinking. And if he believes God, the life is retained forever. If he believes the devil and rejects God's word, rejects God's wisdom, the life is lost forever, unless it's found. And Adam rejected the word of God, therefore he rejected the wisdom of God, therefore he lost the life of God. And now life is no longer something received that has to be retained, it's something lost that has to be found. And wisdom is talking about that type of life. There is a presumption by wisdom here in the Proverbs that he's speaking to people who have lost what he has to give. Lost through the fall of Adam. Adam lost life because he rejected wisdom. We will find life if we receive wisdom. Unfortunately for us, wisdom has a name and it's Jesus Christ. In the Gospel of John chapter 6 verse 47... The Gospel of John, chapter 6, verse 47, Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me hath everlasting life. If you find Jesus, you found the wisdom of God. Therefore, you have the life of God. You can't have Jesus without having wisdom, because Jesus is the wisdom of God. And he said, Whoever believes on me, that is, that's that the finding the life by faith. Whoever believes on me, whoever accepts God's word again, concerning him, concerning us, concerning what happened in the Garden of Eden, concerning our need to receive that life back again, by being joined back to God again through his Son, they receive life, everlasting life. Whoever finds Jesus finds life because Jesus is the wisdom in the book of Proverbs. 1 Corinthians chapter 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 23 and 24 says this. The Apostle Paul says, But we preach Christ crucified. We preach Christ crucified unto the Jews a stumbling block. In other words, we're preaching Jesus Christ and Him crucified. We're preaching the Savior lifted up on the cross who died for the sins of the world. To the Jews, that's a stumbling block. To the Greeks or to the non-Jews, it's foolishness to them. 
But unto them which are called, both Jews and Greeks, Paul said, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. Therefore, the life of God. Christ crucified is the power of God to bless. Blessed is the man that finds wisdom. Christ crucified is the power of God and the wisdom of God. Wisdom has to have the power to bless. Not just to say bless you, but the power to infer the blessing upon the person that, he, that he's blessing and, 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 and conferring the blessing upon. So Christ crucified is the power of God to remove the curse of sin, which brings death and destruction. How does he remove the curse of sin? Because Christ ha has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. As it is written, cursed is every man who hangs on a tree, the Bible says. So Christ bore our sin, therefore He took our curse. Therefore, now Christ crucified has the power to remove our curse and to give us God's blessing and God's life instead. Christ, the, the power of God, and then He says the wisdom of God. What do you do with wisdom? The, the power of God is what God can do for us. The wisdom of God is how God gives us that power. What do you do with wisdom? You believe it. That's, the, that's, that's what you do with wisdom. Wisdom, you believe the wisdom. Wisdom is not only life to us. Whoever finds me finds life. Whoever believes in Christ has everlasting life. He died for us that we might live. But wisdom is not only life unto us, but wisdom is also righteousness unto us. You see, God cannot give you eternal life without giving you eternal righteousness. Do you know that? He can't. He cannot give you eternal life without giving you eternal righteousness because the wages of sin is what? It's death. So if your sin remains, then the curse of that sin remains. So how can God give life, eternal life, to a person that's eternally a sinner? Where there's sin, there's death. Therefore, in order to give you life, He has to remove your sin and give you righteousness instead. You can't have life apart from righteousness. God can't give you eternal life without giving you eternal righteousness. If God gave us life, but left us in our sin, then our life would surely come to an end, just like it did with Adam. Adam had life. Adam was innocent in the Garden of Eden, but he wasn't righteous. Adam had not sinned in the Garden of Eden, but he had not obeyed yet either. See? So in his innocence... In his life, he had the choice to believe the wisdom of God and to walk in that wisdom, and he rejected it. And so his life came to an end. Out of the dust you were taken, and under dust shall you return, God said. So in order to give us eternal life, God must, by his own holy character, give us eternal righteousness as well. 
And that's why 1 Corinthians one twenty four, as we just read, says Christ crucified is the wisdom of God. Because the cross of Christ takes away our sin and imputes the righteousness of Jesus Christ, our spotless lamb to us in its place. Thus not only giving us life, but giving us righteousness too. Jesus didn't just die for us to take away our sin on the cross. He lived for us so that we could get credit for the perfect life He lived. That's the righteousness. He got credit for our bad life. We get credit for His good life. So in the first part of this verse, wisdom, that is Christ crucified, says if we find Him, we find life. And now in the second part of this verse, look back in your text, not only do we find life, but he says, and shall obtain favor. See that? Favor of the Lord. If you're taking notes, outside the word favor, write the word approval. Approval. That's what that means. Not favor in the sense that we would think of it in the English when we say, hey, Brother Neil, would you do me a favor? He's not talking about that. The Hebrew word here is talking about approval. God's not going to let someone live forever who he disapproves of. We're, dis- we're, we're, not, uh, we're, we're, we're not acceptable in our own life because we're sinners. And so in the wisdom of God, he gives us credit for the life Jesus lived. He lived it as our substitute. So when we have wisdom, when we have Christ crucified, we not only find life, but we gain favor, the favor of God, the acceptance of God, the approval of God. Because he says we find favor of the Lord. In other words, whoever finds wisdom finds life and is made acceptable to God on account of the wisdom he's found, Christ crucified. When we find Jesus, we find life and we obtain acceptance of the Lord. We don't earn it. He said we obtain it. We find the life, we obtain the favor. You see? We don't work for it. We don't deserve it. But when we find Jesus, we obtain the favor. When we believe on Christ crucified for us, we find in Jesus the life we lost in Adam. When we believe on Christ crucified for us, we obtain Jesus' righteousness that we forfeited in Adam. Look now in verse 36. But, says wisdom, he that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul. Whoever rejects wisdom rejects life. And by rejecting the wisdom of God, as Adam did, remains in his sin as unacceptable to God, without God's favor, without God's approval. And by doing so, wrongs, harms, dooms his own soul. Jesus put it this way. Jesus, the wisdom of God, put it this way. In John chapter 3, verse 19 and 20. Jesus said, and this is the condemnation. In other words, this is the damnation. This is the wrong, the harm that's done. That light is coming to the world. And men loved darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, 
neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. Wisdom is the light. And the Bible says in the Gospel of John chapter 1 that the light was the life of men. God's wisdom is God's light. God's light is God's life. Whoever finds wisdom finds life. It's all the same thing. It's just different ways of describing the same thing. So, wisdom's the light. The light is the life. If you love darkness, then you hate life. If you hate wisdom, you love death. Wisdom says, look back in your text, all they that hate me love death. In John chapter 3, verse 19 and 20, Jesus said, Everyone that doeth evil hates the light. They hate life. And Solomon puts it this way, they love death. If you love death, you hate life. If you love life, you hate death. But in this case, whoever rejects the gospel of Jesus Christ hates the life of God. Therefore, they love death instead. They love darkness rather than light. They love death rather than light. And I'll tell you, that's a dreadful truth that's so foolish to a sensible person that you just have to accept the truth. You cannot understand it. I don't understand it. I don't know why people make the choices they do. But they do. I don't know why Adam made the choice he did. I don't know why Cain, when God reasoned with Cain and gave him the opportunity to be accepted by him, still rejected God and killed his brother instead. I don't understand. I don't understand why the devil, when he had it made in heaven, rejected the giver of life and sought out to destroy his creation. I don't understand it. But it's just the truth of the way life is. There's some evil people out there. That may seem so good on the outside. But on the inside, it's foul, it's dirty, and they're rebels. Just like the devil. Who appears on the outside as an angel of light. They love darkness. Like a woman falls in love with a murderer. They don't recognize the death they love. Because they reject the life they know. They reject the life who knows them. In the Gospel of John chapter 11 verse 25, Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Jesus is the only life that God has given to the world. He is the only wisdom that can be believed that has the power to overcome the curse we were born into, which is not debatable. Everyone born into this world is born locked into a curse of eventually dying. Not debatable. And wisdom that God has given us, which is the gospel of Jesus Christ, wisdom on a cross... It's the only thing that has the power to overcome that curse. And to make us right in the sight of God. I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Jesus Christ, the one sent by God to die on the cross for our sins, 
is the only life the world has ever had from the beginning, before creation, after creation, and for all of eternity. Apart from Jesus, there is no resurrection. There is no life. I like how he said that. I'm both the resurrection and the life. Without him, there's no resurrection. You're just dead forever. And not dead in the sense that your body simply lies in a, in a, in a grave, but dead in the sense that your spirit and soul is eternally separated from God. So he that doesn't believe in him as their Savior, though he were dead, Jesus said, He that believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. But those who don't believe in him as their Savior, though, though they were dead, so shall they continue to be. He will never find the life he lost who does not believe in Jesus Christ, the wisdom of God. Well, that will go ahead and stop tonight. And if you have not already, one day you probably will know someone who in the stubbornness of their heart persists on toward their own damnation. No matter how much you reason with them, no matter how much you plead, they move on, they persist on without any hope at all. Because they love darkness rather than light. Father, we thank you so much for your precious word. We thank you that your wisdom is our light. You told us in the book of Proverbs in the previous chapters, Lord, that your, your wisdom, Lord, is, is our light. It, it, it lightens our path so we can walk. The Bible says, I'll make thy word a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Jesus said, He that believeth in me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Lord, I pray, Father, that everyone listening tonight will be those who want that light, who do not want darkness, who do, does not want death, who will recognize they were born into a curse in only the light of God can have the power to give them what Jesus said He is. The resurrection that gets Him out of the grave and the life that keeps Him living forever. We ask this in Jesus' precious name. Amen.